You're listening to Unveiling the Magic Podcast, where newcomers and seasoned Potterheads are all welcome. Hello, and welcome back to Unveiling the Magic. My name is Laura. I'm Joni. And I'm Priscilla. And in this week's episode, we get a lot of animal antics, as Joni, Joni called it. Sirius Black enters, because we don't really know. Peeves said Sirius Black entered the building. And another lovely Quidditch game, as told by Joni. We're talking mm. about chapters 8 and 9 of Prisoner of Azkaban. Ooh. All those, I feel like this Quidditch match is is very eventful. Yeah, actually interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think I did a pretty good job summarizing it. Maybe I'll, I'll let you know. know. Oh God! You should be you should be a pro now, <laughs> Joni. No, oh, a pro at the Quidditch matches. Like, oh my goodness! You need to be on ESPN for Quidditch as much I, as you talk. Oh, one hundred percent. If that's ever a thing, one hundred percent. Joni's like, nah. I know a friend of mine was on a Quidditch team over here at one point. Oh, yeah, I think you said that was, like, a thing. Yeah, there was a intramural team um, at USF. I really wanted to join, but I was too scared. You were? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember you telling me that. Yeah, lessons learned. Just do it, like Nike just says. Just do it. Like Nike says, just do it. That is Nike, right? I believe so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. So how are we doing? Great. Yeah. Last week when we recorded, we had we were about to put our house on the market. Oh no. And we put it on the market on Friday and we got twenty showings in within two days and an offer on Sunday was accepted. Wow. Over asking and everything. It is absolutely amazing. So Yay. Things are finally moving along. <laughs> Things are looking good. Wow. Fastest home selling process ever. Oh my gosh. We were shocked at how quickly it all went, honestly. But I think that that is the norm right now because yeah. of the housing market. Yeah. The market over yeah. there is insane. I mean, the market everywhere is pretty insane. So, but yeah, we're super excited. Our inspection is Friday. So, we're all like, <gasps> and then of course we're on TikTok and somehow TikTok knows that we have an inspection coming. So we're getting <laughs> inspector TikToks to where oh really? there's this one guy who he goes through houses and records the things that are wrong. He's the inspector, like Inspector Allen or I don't know what his name is, but I'm like, oh my God, I keep sending them to film. I'm like, oh my God, are they going to look at this? Like, is this okay? Like, is our toilet broken? It's like all this crap. <laughs> Can I say I've been on uh, Inspector TikTok what? my entire TikTok life? <laughs> really? Yeah. I've, I didn't even know, know there was such a thing. I didn't know there was that was a thing, but apparently TikTok world knows that we're about to get an inspection in our house. So, and Phil sent me one. It was like the inspector. I'm not gonna do what everyone thinks I'm gonna do and ruin it all for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah. But I'm learning a lot. Yeah, Johnny yeah. wants to buy a house. Me too. <laughs> That's not happening for a while. Same. We're not going to buy for a while, but it's okay. You're going to get a new streaming room. Yeah, and we're going to splurge a little bit Ooh. for the stream. I'm going to get Ooh. new chairs. I'm super excited for new nice. chairs. 
and new mics. But yeah. How are you guys? I'm trying to think. I'm tired. Oh, we know, Joni. What? <laughs> you're just, you're a mom. Of course you're tired. I know. Yeah. And it's eight. Somebody, someone woke up. Someone woke up at like two and go back to sleep to like four mm. last night. So that was fun. Um, besides Kurt, that, was it Kurt? Oh, I wish it was Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he got to sleep peacefully all night, which is fine because he worked. So like, let him. But still. <laughs> he's allowed yeah you just don't know the internal like rage and like conflict when you just watch your partner sleeping while your child's keeping you awake all night Mm. (laughs) it's fun but i finished my cross stitch yay that i've been working on for like nine months what is it available for you to show (laughs) right is it people can see things now not really. It's like back. Well, I can always. I could always see things. Yeah. You could always show me something. Okay, hold on. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. <gasps> oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. It's like it a piece of art. Nine How months. How long did it take you? Nine months. It's a whole baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, like, I, I took I was like, like no, off. that's not a baby, Priscilla. <laughs> It took me a while to <laughs> get it. I was like, wait, oh is she gosh. holding a baby? <laughs> well, for a second, I did think she was holding a baby, and then I looked a little more. Yeah, I don't know what to do with my free time now. Oh, my gosh. It looks good, Joni. Thanks. Um, how are you, Laura? How are you, my what friend? Am, how am I? I'm good. Yeah. I've just been working. What am I? <laughs> what are you? <laughs> I have played Breath of the Wild. A little bit, just to give you guys an update. Um, Good job. Yay. I found time, too. Uh, I found some shrines, and what else did I do? I did a few side quests. I'm, like, delaying going to the next Divine Beast, but I'll get there. That's about it. Just working. Is it because you are you don't want to <laughs> do it, or...? Yeah, it took me forever. It took me forever to beat the first one. So I'm also scared of like the new bosses that I will meet, bosses and monsters I will meet on the way. So I just like build myself up before I get to them. Mm, okay. Prepare okay. yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do some grinding. Got it. Yeah. You know. Now, the good thing about Breath of the Wild is like the game is what you make of it. You yeah. don't have to go to the beast if you don't want to. Oh, you know? I will. I'll make it to them because I need their help. But yeah, that's pretty much, I think that's all that's going on. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's dive into uh, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Okay. Harry Potter. You start off with Laura if this is your first time listening to our podcast. So I have a lot of recap in my chapter and we started with Harry's classes. So everyone is loving. Wait. Yes. I didn't get to recap. (laughs) Oh, I skipped you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Where did we leave off, Joni? Thanks. (laughs) I just typed this, okay? Come on. (laughs) Maybe that's why I skipped it. It wasn't there earlier. Professor Lupin let everyone except Harry and Hermione battle the Boggart. And Harry's feeling a little insecure about it. It's okay, Harry. It's okay. 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 A little recap on Harry's classes. 
So everyone is loving their Defense Against Dark Arts class. They, after the bog art, they studied, I almost said Buckbeak, but that's Caramel Magical Creatures. After the bog art, they studied redcaps, goblin-like creatures that lurked in dungeons and potholes of bloody battlefields. And then they studied kappas, water dwellers that looked like scaly monkeys. The only person who seemed to care about Professor Lupin's frayed wardrobe was Draco, who said Lupin reminded him of his old house elf. A little nod to mm -hmm. our, our friend Dobby. So potions ended up being more dreadful as ever, if you can imagine that. Uh, Snape seemed to hear about Neville's Bogart because it spread like wildfire, but it's Hogwarts, so everything spreads like wildfire. So he found out about him wearing Neville's grandma's clothes. Yes, the, mean, vult <laughs> the vulture hat. Yeah, in any school setting, that would spread real fast. Oh, yes. yeah. So... Snape was being extra cruel to Neville. In Divination, Snape. Harry was becoming less and less fond of this class. Trelawney kept looking at him with pity and with tear-filled eyes because, you know, Harry's going to die. So <laughs> the only students who seemed to take this class seriously was Lavender and Pavardi. Unfortunately, Caramagical Creatures got very dull. After Draco's injury with Buckbeat, Haggard seemed very down and not very confident about his teaching and the class ended up just taking care of flubberworms since the first day and so now it's like almost october and all they've been doing is feeding lettuce to flubberworms i wonder if that's because they told him you can't do this anymore if he just decided this is what i'm gonna do he probably got like a talking to but i think it's just his choice like he's just like I don't know. I, I have a feeling like Hagrid's like, I'm not able to do this anymore. I'm not a good teacher. So I'm just gonna, you know, give him this easy assignment of literally, you don't have to teach someone how to teach how to feed lettuce to this worm. Yeah. Yeah. But it's October now. And Harry has one thing to look forward to Quidditch. And a recap. Quidditch. If you've forgotten, each school, each class, what am I saying? Each house has a team and it's made up of seven players three chasers two beaters which for the gryffindor team is the weasley twins a keeper and a seeker which is harry for gryffindor oliver wood is the quidditch captain who in this year is in his last year at hogwarts so it's his last shot at the quidditch cup and it's got to be this year Oliver is mm. stern about this. And he says, quote, we've got the best ruddy team in the school. And mm -hmm. they have a schedule drawn out for the Quidditch practices. I think they said like three nights a week they're out there practicing. And after practice one evening, Harry walked into the common room to find everyone talking excitedly. Ron tells him it's because the notice board has the date of the first Hogsmeade weekend. And it's on Halloween, mm. which we all know is a very eventful day for Hogwarts. Every year. Every year, something goes down. Of course, Harry doesn't feel happy about this. You know, a little FOMO happening for Harry. Hermione tries to tell him that maybe he can go next time. Since Black was recently sighted, they might be able to catch him soon. Ron tells Harry to just ask McGonagall, and despite Hermione's disapproval, 
Harry decides he does want to ask her. And here's my favorite part of this scene, the Gryffindor common room. Everyone's doing their homework or talking about Hogsmeade weekend. Then animal antics. Crookshanks comes <laughs> in with a spider in his mouth. He jumps onto Hermione's lap. Ron is disgusted and tells Hermione to keep the cat away from him because Scabbers was sleeping below in his bag. All of a sudden, Crookshanks leaps onto Ron's bag and starts to tear the bag ferociously. And I was like, he is a cat. And he could smell him. Yeah, so... but he's <laughs> like, there's something going on there. I agree with Ron about the whole thing. Really? I'm not a fan so you're of Crookshanks. You're suspect of Crookshanks? Or you just don't like the cat. I just don't like him. Yeah. He's always wanting to kill scabbers and like yeah. Harry tells him there's a lot of other freaking mice in in the in the school. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he but does also, seem a little grumpy all the time. Yeah. But also and Hermione acts sorry. No, you're sorry. Good. Hermione <laughs> acts like she's like he's fine. He's not doing anything wrong. He's trying to get ron's freaking scabbers what do you mean he's not doing anything wrong she's yeah so protective over him when he's in the wrong she needs to train the freaking cat train it sorry <laughs> that's it yes i love her yes. but you know it's like when you take your dog to a dog park you still need to be responsible for your own pet yeah definitely yeah like, so. don't blame the other person, especially when Ron Scabbers is in his back. Like, <laughs> Scabbers was like, or he was like, hey, you're Scabbers in your face. Yeah, yeah. This That's... this also begs the question, how how is Ron allowed to have Scabbers? What do you mean? There's three. Yeah, what do you mean? There's three pets that are allowed at yeah, Hogwarts. Yeah, yeah. Rat isn't one of them? No. Oh. It's owl, toad, or, or cat. Cat. Toad. That's what I was thinking. So, oh, that's a good question. So why why is Scabbers allowed? And the reason why they probably can't have magical rats is because they allow cats. So they probably in the past may have had people bring rats and somebody's cat ate a rat. Cuz that's <laughs> mm. what cats do. The rat. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm mm -hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. I forgot about that. I thought it was rat, owl, cat. Nope. I forgot about the toad, rat, owl, cat. Toad, Trevor. How did you forget about Trevor? I know. Come on, you named your dog. <laughs> your I dog know. is I'm named sorry. after Trevor. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Joni. <laughs> uh, but I did think when I was reading this section that there must be like a ton of pet. I mean, not every student's going to bring a pet. And anyone who has an owl, it's kept in the owlery like Harry. But there's probably, oh my gosh, there's probably so many cats in the common room, like just lounging yeah. by the fire. Yeah. So that that brings up a good another good point. If there are so <laughs> many cats, why is why is Hermione's cat the only one that wants to get scabbers? True. True. Why hasn't a cat tried to get scabbers in the past three years? Exactly. Yeah. He's like savagely trying to get this rat. What's up with that? Yeah, there's something up with this cat for real. Um, Ron just wants his poor little rat to live a peaceful life in his pocket or in his bag. But Scabbers ends up being flung into the air by Ron swinging his bag. And Crookshanks leaps to chase Scabbers. The whole common room is witnessing this chaotic scene. And I thought of Tom and Jerry. And <laughs> <laughs> It really is. <laughs> 
And except Scabbers is not like, you know, how Jerry is like teases the cat, Tom. Do I even have the names right? Whatever. I don't know. The cat is Jerry is the mouse. Yeah. Jerry kind of like teases Tom. This is not the case here. Scabbers speeds off. Is that Elsa? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, guys. My neighbor's. Oh, I didn't even hear her. I heard her this time. I heard her this time. (laughs) Scabbers. It's because we're talking about all these animals. I'm just like in tune. Scabbers speeds off and runs underneath a chest. Hermione's able to collect her cat, and Ron gets Scabbers and has a few rude words. You know, he's just mad. And he calls Crookshanks that animal, and he marches up the stairs to the dormitory. Ron is not happy, and I, I agree with him. I mean... Okay, I'm team Ron here. He... Yeah. He is rightly to be upset. He doesn't want to be eaten. Yeah, but I mean, it is a cat instinct to go after a rat, so I get it. I get mm-hmm. I get both sides, but I also feel like in this instance... There's just something off. Yeah. About the whole thing. Um, oh, Sky says uh the rat was handed down through the family. I think that's the only reason why they let him keep mm. it. Maybe, yeah. So Yeah, maybe at one time rats were. Allowed. I think I mean I do remember him saying something about it being passed down to him. So I feel like maybe they made an exception or something because they couldn't the Weasleys couldn't is it that they couldn't afford to get him another animal? Yeah, that's why yeah. he was. Yeah, he got yeah, Ron got his hand-me-down rat, and the was the one hand-me-down too until he broke it. Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, Bill's. Okay. Mm. Ooh. Also, side, little side note for the chat here: if you guys could pick between a cat or or a toad, yes, what would you bring? What to would Hogwarts? you choose? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. we we asked ourselves this in the first yeah. book, which was yeah we did cat. For I picked Johnny. owl. Yeah, cat probably. I think I picked owl too. I like honestly that- thinking about it now. I'd probably pick owl because there's enough cats there to sat- satisfy me hanging out with cat. True, you did. True. You did say it's that. like a little cat cafe already. Yeah, like. Yeah. And cats have a tendency, other people's cats have a tendency of liking me a lot. They do. Really? Yeah. I had a roommate, Becca. Uh, she got a cat while she was living with me. Uh, he slept in my bed every single night, cuddled with me only, and had the biggest fit when I moved. Like, he was so stressed out. I felt horrible. Oh, Yeah. You just taking him with you. <laughs> Like I'm stealing your cat. Like he likes he's me mine better. now. No, him and Timo would not have mixed at all. Really? Timo doesn't mix with other cats. He barely mixes with Ellie. <laughs> he, Timo's sweet. I like Timo. If you feed Timo, Timo loves you. Really? Yeah, I fed him for a week, and Timo was like, new mom. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm basically. Um, where? Where did? Okay, where was I? Big tangent. <laughs> but yeah. Oopsies. Okay, so Ron. 
mad, marches up the stairs. So the next day, Ron is still mad at Hermione, even after she asked if Scabbers was okay. But in Transfiguration, Harry knew that he wanted to ask McGonagall about Hogsmeade today. Oh, <laughs> but guess what today is? Today is October 16th. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's check in with Lavender, please. Lavender was found by the trio outside of Transfiguration crying, and Pavardi was consoling her and explaining something to Dean and Seamus. And this all goes back to Trelawney's first class where she predicted something bad was going to happen to Lavender or for Lavender on this particular date. Hermione asks her what's wrong, and Pavardi explains that Lavender received a letter from home saying that her rabbit another animal, Binky, has died, killed by a fox. So, rest in peace. Oh, well, lots of animals in this section. <laughs> there lots are. Of animal happenings. Uh, Lavender makes everyone aware that it is the 16th of October, like Trelawney said. Hermione uses her logical thinking, and at the time I was like, is this the time and place, Hermione? Um, she says that Lavender was certainly not dreading her rabbit to die or to be killed by a fox. And also, the rabbit died earlier, and she only got the letter today. So I was definitely agreeing with Hermione there. I feel like this is my thought process, too. I was very much like, she has a really great point. I think you're just trying to prove that Trelawney was correct. Yeah. And you're like, you're trying to make everything fit any reason to make it real yeah it's like um so i get a bunch of tarot readers on my tiktok (laughs) (laughs) my tiktok's very diverse i get home inspectors and tarot readers a lot of other things but those are some of the things um but they always say like the vaguest things it was just like oh this week or something you gotta it's like really vague to where you can literally apply it to your life and make it to where it fits you oh yeah so like Mm -hmm. it's probably that's very much i can see that being like the strategy for trelawney is just to be like say something and then like it'll probably happen i know i mean she could have like failed a test today and lavender would have been like this is what I was dreading. Yeah, she could have lost her dreading. hair tie and like, oh, that would have worked. <laughs> that is drastic. It's horrible. Especially oh when you really gosh. need it. Well, Hermione was like, so how, w- was was the rabbit old? Yeah. Like she was just, I was like, yes, yeah. girl, tell her. <laughs> when I was reading it. She was like, like so you weren't dreading it because... <laughs> and he then Ron's old. like, ignore her. She just doesn't care about people's pets. <laughs> <laughs> and ah, uh, Ron, I love Ron. Ron knows that. how to hold a grudge. Yeah, he does. He does. He does. He has a. He has some good good lines. See, if you read the book, you know Ron is snarky? just as like witty. Yeah, yeah snarky. <laughs> and unfortunately, in the movies, he's more like. I'm the funny kind of like dumb one. Yeah. I'm Should the, I say? Is that right? Yeah. He's like the dopey. Um, I can't find the right term for it. But comedic relief. Yeah. Which that. I don't mind, but I just, I do love Book Ron. 
Yeah, um, I agree with that. Okay. Ron savagely says to Lavender, oh, what Priscilla said, don't mind Hermione. She doesn't think other people's pet matters very much. Salty. And I was like, <laughs> salty. I was like, is that a justified comment? And in some ways, being a teenager, I get it. Yeah. I mean, every day his rat almost like dies, so. <laughs> um, and with that, Ron and Hermione are not speaking to each other. What a surprise. I know. New development. These two. Uh, back to Harry's mission, though. Let's, let's focus. When class is done, Harry asks McGonagall if she could sign his permission slip or just allow him to go. He explains that his aunt and uncle forgot, forgot to sign the slip. More like, <laughs> you blew up my sister, so I'm not signing the slip. Um, but McGonagall stands her ground. She's pretty stern, and she's like, I'm not going to sign, sign it. I'm not your parent or your guardian. Um, so unfortunately, this mission was a big fail. Sad face. So Harry is not able to attend the Hogsmeade trip. I have a question. I have a question about this. Mm -hmm. Do you guys think that if Sirius Black wasn't in the picture, mm -hmm. would McGonagall be like, okay, I'll make an exception? I think Fudge would I have feel let like... it happen at the very beginning. Oh, yeah. But if Sirius, if, the, if what happened with Sirius never, if we're taking away Sirius, the whole thing with Fudge would have, oh, yeah. have happened. Oh, yeah. That wouldn't have happened. That wouldn't have happened at all. I mean, maybe because he still blew up his aunt. I mean, he would have still probably gone on the bus, but probably not the encounter because Fudge was there to look for Harry. Yeah, Fudge wouldn't have gone. It probably would have been like Dumbledore or somebody who would have got him. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then he would ask Dumbledore and then Dumbledore let it happen. Yeah, I think McGonagall would have. You know, the how circumstances she was, like, definitely changed her answer. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, how lenient and how she broke the rules with him being a seeker. Mm -hmm. Like she yeah. has a little soft spot for Harry, so I feel like, yeah, in a different circumstance, she might have. Yeah. Um. Ron tries to cheer him up by saying there's always the Halloween feast to look um, forward to after when they get back. Um, but it still didn't make him feel that much better. Like I said, he's just sad to be missing out. The morning of the Hogsmeade trip, Harry wish wishes Ron and Hermione a good time and tells them not to worry about him. Ron and Hermione are talking again in... Um, the face of Harry's difficulties, and I said, they are such good friends. They are willing to put aside their the differences. differences. <laughs> For Harry. For Harry. That's why they're the golden trio. So after they leave for their Hogsmeade trip, Harry wanders the hall, not really knowing where to go because he's not really in the mood to be with anyone. He goes up to the Gryffindor common room and He's met by Colin Creevy, which, if we remember from last book, he is obsessed with Harry and, obsessed. you know, is, like, all up in his face and is just like, you know, come hang out with us. You can chill with us. And Harry's like, I'll pass. I'll go to the library. 
And for a second, he decides maybe he'll visit Hedwig in the Owlery. But as he decides to do so, a voice calls out to him. It was Professor Lupin. He invited Harry into his office, and Lupin offers him some tea. And he adds that Harry probably has had enough tea, uh, enough of tea leaves, right? And Harry's like, how do you know about that? Lupin explains that McGonagall told him about the first divination class. For a second, Harry wanted to tell Lupin about the Grimm sighting, but he decided not to because Lupin probably already thought of him as weak. That's what Harry was thinking because of what happened with the Dementor on the train. But Harry did end up asking Lupin why didn't he let Harry face the Bogart during class. Mm. And Lupin He really answer, didn't let that one go. No, he was very He's like, upset. I, this is my chance. <laughs> I cannot be seen as weak. Yeah. No. So, lost my place. Okay. So Lupin's answer sounded obvious. Lupin thought the Bogart would assume the shape of Lord Voldemort. And Harry is surprised by this answer for two reasons. One, he wasn't expecting for Lupin to think that. He thought Lupin probably didn't want him. Just like what he said. Like what we said. He was weak. But he was also surprised that Lupin said Lord Voldemort's name. Mm. And mm-hmm. only Harry, because he didn't grow up in the wizarding world, and then Dumbledore has ever said his name. So why is that? Two, two good people. Yeah, two good people. Gives me a good feeling okay. about Lupin. That's the way to look at it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I feel like Harry does not have common sense here. Like, of course, anybody's first thought would be Voldemort as his biggest fear. Yeah. 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 If that was his and it first makes thought. sense. <laughs> like, yeah, that was Harry's was his first person. thought. He thought to himself, hmm, at first I thought I was going to think Voldemort, but actually. So it's literally how it went. Because he didn't understand the de- Dementor. So yeah. That's what he was, like, scared of. But yes, Lord Voldemort. Like, could you imagine? I mean, I don't even know if these kids really know what Lord Voldemort looks like anyways. But could you imagine Lord Voldemort coming up out of the wardrobe? Um, but his only class. visual of it is on Quirrell's head. <laughs> That's true. There would there's not a good visual. There's no yeah. Other and visual I guess at that point, would it would Lord Voldemort come up or would like Tom Riddle come up? Oh, oh yeah, because yeah. he's only seen Tom Riddle. I forgot. Yeah, he's seen Tom Riddle, but that's he's not, not that, that scary. scary. He's just a. It isn't. <laughs> like a. He's like a handsome teenager right yeah they said imagine like all the teenage girls being like "Ooh, who's that who's that (laughs) i thought the same thing joni i mean he was it probably a charming charming boy yeah as they say but yes lord voldemort would not be a good thing to show up in class but harry says that his bogart would have been a dementor So Lupin says that he's impressed. What Harry fears most is fear. Before they could really continue their conversation, our guy Snape makes a visit to Lupin. (laughs) Severus. Severus. 
Uh, he has concocted a potion for Lupin. Lupin thanks Snape and gives him praise about his potion skills. But Harry just wants to swipe that goblet out of Lupin's hands. He does not <laughs> trust Snape. Could Snape be poisoning Lupin? Lupin says he's been feeling under the weather and that the potion was pretty difficult to brew. So it's hard to find someone who can do it. And he certainly can't do it himself. Harry watched Lupin drink and empty his smoking goblet. And I was like, first of all, what is this hard potion that Snape is brewing for Lupin? And, and Lupin is drinking think, it. Yeah. Do you think Snape would try and poison him? Was Lupin too that. trusting? Yeah, is Lupin too trusting? There seems to be something that Lupin and Snape have talked about. Lupin maybe is sick or something's going on to where Snape is helping him. But I also feel like Snape doesn't like Lupin. So he could be like slowly like maybe not poisoning yeah. him, but making it to where he cannot be the defense against the dark arts professor because Snape wants that position oh. so badly. Mm-hmm. But and we see what happens in the next chapter. Yeah. Yes. But, but would Snape do that under Dumbledore's? Well, he like... treats children like terribly <laughs> under Dumbledore's whatever. Yeah, so <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Don't, yeah. yeah. Good point. He like almost killed Toad Trevor. Yeah. Ugh. And somehow Dumbledore, I'm still, honestly, the the more, the further I read and I was telling, we'll get in into the well i'll get into that text message later anyways continue um i th- i think that's it i left it up left oh. ended the section with those questions oh yeah mm-hmm. that was that <laughs> it's my turn uh tom riddle was the cedric degree of his time yes cedric all the teenage girls are obsessed with him is that that yeah tall? whatever they say he was the yeah, seeker. Just, is the seeker for Hufflepuff? Yep. So Brian is a fan of Harry Potter, as we can see. I see he that he can conversate. But just remember, Brian, no spoilers. Yeah, friendly so. reminder. <laughs> no spoilers. Oh, yeah. But we did meet. I don't Cedric. think he has said anything. Cedric. No, um, okay. we did meet Cedric, and yes, the girls swoon for for that Hufflepuff. Oh, Cedric. Yeah. I did skip over. I think that was my section. I skipped over Cedric, so I'm glad we brought him up. <laughs> okay, I'll be sure to to properly introduce him in mind. I just kind of okay. named him. <laughs> okay, yeah, I did not introduce him. I kind of was like, oh, Cedric, and now we're talking about him. I'm like, eh. <laughs> okay. So Ron like a- and Hermione, after Harry hangs out with Lupin, whatever, um, that is in that goblet. We are all questioning. Mm-hmm. Ron and Hermione returned from their trip to Hogsmeade with as many sweets as they could carry, which is really sweet. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry could see that they enjoyed themselves and he asked them how it was like. And I feel so bad for Harry at this point when I'm reading this because I feel like we all have been through that where our parents didn't let us go somewhere and yes, all your or- group of friends come back. Yes. Story of my life. Yes. I feel like yeah. the three of us just like 
at least me growing up can with Latino parents um, can identify with not being allowed to do a lot, which shout out yeah. to my parents. I love them. Created a lot of, you know. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Uh, now, as an adult, I'm like, okay, I see why they did it. But, yes, yes. you know, we were very much um, protected on going yeah. out to freaking bush gardens with a bunch of my friends i couldn't do that or sleeping yeah. over things like that anyways did you ever so, have to like not be allowed to go on a field trip um i think field trips were okay i feel like field trips were fine no was field I, trips I was an like, issue for you guys no field trips were like a toss-up did i do really? enough chores during the week before <laughs> that stinking permission slip needed to be signed Really, I the only issue I had with field trips was when the only one I was never I wasn't allowed to go on was the one where you stayed overnight because they went to Sea World. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I feel like those were just. Yeah, I I actually don't remember ever having asked for one for spending overnight. Yeah. Um. There was like an (laughs) or. I was in orchestra. Um, there was an orchestra field trip to Tennessee, so that was overnight, and I wasn't allowed to go to that. Literally, my whole oh. orchestra class left, right? So I still had orchestra class, and I I, I wasn't the only one, but like <laughs> that period, you're like, everyone's, you know, on a field trip, and I'll just play my piano in the corner. You were yeah. Harry, oh. hanging out with Lupin. <laughs> Oh my god! But yes, so this is how Harry's feeling in this moment. Major FOMO, but he's trying to be supportive and ask them how was it. And obviously, they had a great time. Couldn't tell him. I mean, I guess they couldn't tell him. I mean, okay. Anyways, (laughs) moving on. I don't know where I was going with that. Words? Where are they? Words? What was I trying to say? Where are my thoughts? Oh, they. I saw. <laughs> it's okay. We it's got like it. you go in this. so confidently, and then you just like stop. I'm pretty sure I I. Okay, left it's almost like they couldn't stop talking there. about it. Is what I was saying. They could <laughs> list a whole bunch of things. What am I saying? I just don't know what you, I'm you saying. said. It fine. They couldn't stop talking about it. They couldn't stop talking about it. They talked about this allery that looks great. They talked about a bunch of other things. Moving on. Moving on. Hogsmeade was blah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Hogsmeade was great. They enjoyed themselves. They told them all about it. (laughs) Harry shared with them the goblet potion situation. And Ron, Mm -hmm. like like we were, was very shocked that Lupin actually drank it. Um, Good old Hermione realizes the time and they head to the feast exchanging theories of whether or not Snape would actually poison Lupin. Which we're all kind of wondering as well i it's like one of those things where surprised you don't like snape you know you know as a reader you're just like oh snape (laughs) but snape somehow always seems to help as well so you're just i'm unsure what team is he on that is the question i'm surprised that um because usually hermione is not on the same page as ron and harry with snape and she's actually like, hmm, would he be poisoning him too? Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's a good point. Okay, where was I? 
The great hall, as always, was decorated beautifully, and the food was delicious. Harry did notice Lupin looking as cheerful as ever, but he also looked over at Snape, and he doesn't know if he's imagining it at this point, but he thought that Snape was looking over at Lupin more than usual, <laughs> which I was thinking more than usual, like, does he usually look at Lupin? But, you know, I guess he was just... yeah. Just, glancing over like and it made harry kind of the potion working yeah i don't know harry might be a little bit paranoid so who knows it had been a great evening for the trio and off they went back to the gryffindor common room but this is where the action happens (laughs) oh yeah they were stopped by the crowd surrounding the entrance let me through please says percy When he finally got to the entrance, a silence fell over everyone. Percy asked for someone to get Dumbledore immediately. At this point, you're just like, oh my gosh, what's going on? Everyone's Mm -hmm. confused, but once they get a closer look, they could see that the fat lady had disappeared from her portrait. It It had also been slashed with chunks of it torn away completely. Dumbledore arrives and he advised everyone that she needed to be found. Enter Peeves Peeves. with the information we all wanted and needed at this point. He says they'd be lucky to find her. She ran off terrified because of what happened to her. He saw her running through the landscape on the fourth floor. Dumbledore asks, did she say who did it? Oh, yes, Professor Head. This is from the book. He got very angry when she wouldn't let him in. You see nasty temper he's got serious black dun, dun, dun. oh my god i in know i was like what <laughs> oh my gosh he's in the school uh, at this point i'm just like for real was he really there yeah. i'm unsure what's going on but that's how chapter eight ends which i'm Where's glad i could keep reading lady i know that was probably very traumatizing for her I know, yeah. poor lady. Could you imagine her just running away, <laughs> like yelling? <laughs> poor thing. Oh my gosh, she did a good job. She didn't let him in, though. Yes, so that's good. All the Gryffindors were sent back to the Great Hall, and the other houses were also sent there, unaware of what was going on. But they were all advised that that's where they would be spending the night because the teachers were going to be conducting a very thorough search of the castle. They were given sleeping bags, and head boy and girl were left in charge, which Percy absolutely loved. He just, he loves to be in charge. Yes. He was born I'm head boy. Did you forget? I'm head boy. (laughs) It is me. You must listen to me. And give me the power. The great hall soon filled with chatter about everything going on. How did Sirius Black get into the castle? Could he still be there? especially with the Dementors still there. Soon it was lights out and Percy made sure everyone knew it. There was a visit from a teacher every hour to make sure everything was okay. And around 3 a.m., Dumbledore stopped by and this made Harry perch up to eavesdrop while pretending to be asleep. He gathered that there was still no sign of black. There was also a temporary guardian already in place for the fat lady. She was still hiding Snape also appeared to let Dumbledore know that they had searched everywhere and still no sign of black. Hmm. 
Oops. They brought up a theory, which this is interesting. Apparently, there was a theory yeah. that had been discussed before. I don't know if it was between Snape and Dumbledore, but I'm assuming so. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, Snape is saying, could Black have had inside help to enter the school? It's almost yeah. like he's like, this is probably the only way that Black got in is if someone yeah. in the castle let him in or yeah. helped him. Because how, I mean, he did escape Azkaban, which was surrounded by Dementors, but how did he get past the Dementors this time? Mm. And like everybody. Could it be a Dementor? Oh, yeah, and everyone. Him? No, mm. I feel like that's hmm. interesting. I just thought about that. Let's see, where was I? Uh, oh, Dumbledore dismissed this at once. It was almost like Dumbledore didn't even want to contemplate that idea. But off mm-hmm. he went to let the Dementors know, know that there was no sign of black. Apparently, the Dementors weren't, wouldn't dare to cross the threshold of the castle while Dumbledore was the headmaster there, which is why they didn't help in the in- initial search for black. Sirius Black was the only thing that the school could talk about for the next few days. The fat lady was replaced with portrait of Sir Cadogan. Yes. No one liked him uh, because he was annoying. Mm-hmm. He spent the whole time yeah. challenging the students to duels and thinking of ridiculous passwords that changed way too often. Um, I think it's in Joni's section, maybe, but when Harry just like tells him to shut up. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yeah. that one. I skipped that part, but yeah, I think that was in there. Yeah. yeah. So last episode, I almost skipped the whole Sir Cadogan part two, but I was just like, oh yeah, he plays a role. And so I just like how they added him in like two chapters before. Yeah. As to give you a and little introduction back. to him. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, Harry was annoyed that he was practically being escorted everywhere and Percy was following him around like a guard dog. Professor McGonagall called Harry into her office to finally tell him the truth about Black, but he said that he already knew from overhearing the Weasleys. She almost didn't let him practice Quidditch in the evenings, but she was convinced as long as Madame Hooch was present. And um, mm-hmm. Harry kind of uses his, oh, but you know, McGonagall loving Quidditch, Quidditch. and the Gryffindors. Mm-hmm. Winning and her competitive side just kind of got the best of her, I feel like, in this situation. Yeah. He knows how to smooth her with that. Yeah. At the final training session before the first match, Wood had some news. They wouldn't be playing Slytherin because apparently their seeker, who we all know and love, (laughs) Draco Malfoy, (laughs) was still too hurt to play. Instead, they would be playing Hufflepuff, which enter Cedric. Enter Cedric. Seeker Hufflepuff. Um, This caused an uproar since they had only been training to play against Slytherin and the way Hufflepuff's play is completely different. Wood made sure sure the team knew they must take this match seriously. No matter who they play, we must win. Mm -hmm. He was very intense about that. And Fred and George was like, they were like, we we get it. We're going to take them seriously. (laughs) Because they were kind of... It seemed like they were kind of joking around, and he was like, no, 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 joking. Yeah, kind of like we got this, like it's no big deal Yeah, yeah. sort of thing. And he was like, no, 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 let's not, you know, we're, we, we need to play it. But 
since when being injured means you can reschedule? Like right? Harry was they would have out. to forfeit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or, <laughs> so like why how is this allowed? Hmm. Hmm. Not fair. It's very true. Whatever. So that's the end. End of Priscilla's section. End. Okay. Quidditch match for Germany. <laughs> Here we go. Another Quidditch match. We're not there yet. But yay. <laughs> We're at the day before. Yeah. The oh, day yeah. before the match, the weather was so bad that the wind was howling and extra lanterns needed to be lit around the school, which only made Malfoy more obnoxious about his injury. He kept on mm-hmm. saying things like, oh, I wish I could play, but my arm hurts. Like, to what point does it just seem sad that your arm still hurts after this long? Like, Especially in the magical the balance? world. Yeah. Yeah. It's Where ridiculous. Harry, like we said before, regrew all his bones in one night. <laughs> yeah. Didn't he, like, play after that, too? He played in a match. Was it after... No, that was before. He, but like, yeah. But he yeah, caught the snitch with the broken arm. So. Oh yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Oliver was <laughs> uh, Oliver stayed right on his on brand with himself by constantly pestering Harry about strategies to work against Cedric Diggory, the Hufflepuff seeker. Oliver got so into it that one day he made Harry late for defense against the dark arts. Rude. Mm-hmm. Harry rushed into class and he was in the middle of apologizing to Lupin when he saw that Professor Snape was in Professor Lupin's place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh So maybe the potion worked? Ooh. When he questioned this, Snape took 10 points away from Gryffindor <laughs> and then replied that Lupin was just too sick to teach that day. Harry pushes further, asking what was wrong with him, and Snape only replies that it was nothing life-threatening. Snape proceeds with class, never missing an opportunity to insult Lupin's CG abilities. The students made their efforts in defending him due to him being the first competent teacher in this subject. But Snape continued. He asked the class to turn to page 394. I said that badly, <laughs> <laughs> and announced that they would be learning about werewolves. You, Snape, you said it like maybe Filch would say it. Yeah. <laughs> 394. I don't know how to say it. I, it's been a very long time since I've seen that movie. Oh, I'm, I'm looking gosh. forward to seeing this part of this movie. Um, yeah. So a little yeah. side note. This is the text that I brought up, actually. <laughs> earlier and now i can talk about it so laura tells me there's oh, a yeah. fandom there about 394 and um this just made me think well joni's gonna get into it but before she does i just want to say this is one of those moments where i remember how much i don't like snape mm-hmm. so and apparently it only gets worse mm-hmm. so here we are and this is where I'm like, is he like, is he good? Is he bad? Like, what? Why? You know, I'm I'm confused. Yes. Yeah. Snape asked to distinguish between a werewolf and a true wolf, but no one could answer. Poverty explained for the second time, 
that they haven't learned that yet. Um, but Snape just began to once again insult Lupin. Hermione tried to answer the question. Granted, she wasn't called on, but she tried. Uh, and <laughs> Snape just scolded her, calling her an insufferable know-it-all, which brought her to tears. Aww. That's great. That's horrible. Thanks, Snape. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, students cry. Snape staying on brand two. <laughs> Normally, the class wouldn't defend Hermione in this kind of situation, seeing as that she definitely is a know-it-all. Um, but at this moment, they just all glared at Professor Snape. Yeah. And Ron took charge, calling out that Snape had asked the question and she just answered it. But that only earned him a detention. My boy Ron. Poor Ron. I know. Yeah, forget about your rap Good for, for a him, though. Defend her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Yeah. The remainder of the class was filled with silence from the students and snarky remarks from Snape. And I just wrote, wait, who's the adult here? <laughs> yeah, seriously. I feel like that's, we're always asking ourselves that with him. We literally were talking about this last week about how he made sure he mentioned Neville's incompetence mm -hmm. in front of Lupin, which is so immature. Very. At the end of class, Snape assigned an essay on how to kill and recognize werewolves while waiting for Ron, uh, while waiting for Ron to get his de detention assignment, which turned out to be scrubbing bedpans without magic. Harry and Hermione asked, or Harry asked Hermione why Snape has it out for Lupin. He wasn't as vicious when it came to their previous teachers. And she wasn't sure, but they both agreed that they needed Lupin to get better ASAP. Mm -hmm. I just had this thought while reading Ron's attention. There's like the whole thought of like how wizards like pee and stuff and get rid of their... <laughs> Like there's a there's an actual spell that like can get rid of your scourgeify yeah scourgeify and like there's been a discussion in regards to... like it gets rid of their urine yeah like if you like you just kind of scourgeify it away when you pee so you don't really need a bathroom but they they put the bathrooms yeah. in there just because it became a thing so why why does the the hospital wing have bedpans because those things suck. <laughs> yeah, that would suck. That's a horrible detention. Yeah. Huh. Also, how know. many people are like spending that much time in the the hospital wing where they can't get up to where go to the bathroom? Where they can't get up. <laughs> like, it's yeah, like that's the true. first like what? First like couple months of school. Like how many bedpans need to be cleaned right now? Hey, hey, it's flu season. But <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what's going on in, in the hospital. Um anyway, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how, like, I don't see him. I mean, how often is the school clinic used? Like, right. it was always a small portable and there's hardly anyone in it. Yeah, that's true. So how many bedpans is he actually cleaning? Yeah. I and why would it, why would it Pomfrey just immediately clean that up? Yeah, is it well, sitting there? Well, he has detention. <laughs> so she's just going to let them pile up for somebody in detention? Oh, I did not know we were going to talk about bedpans in this episode. <laughs> it's just the logic of it doesn't make sense. <laughs> I mean, there's yeah, like other I, things. I never thought about like, 
other things that we could have thought of here that would have made more sense? <laughs> yeah, like what I just thought of, scrubbing the owl reef. Yeah, something stupid like that. But like... Oh, yeah, that, that has owl dropping. Yeah. 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 As opposed to that. Okay. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> the morning of the Quidditch match. See, I'm just avoiding Quidditch here. <laughs> Peeves decides to wake up, decides to be a wake-up call for Harry at 4 a.m. And then after that, Harry just couldn't get back to sleep. Um, so he watched the storm that was going on outside and now was starting to worry about Cedric Diggory. Because... Cedric is a little bigger than him, and with these wins, now Cedric's weight is actually an advantage, because now he has a chance mm-hmm. of staying on his broom. Mm-hmm. And I just He's... wrote my life right now in regards to being woken up and just deciding not to go back oh. to sleep. <laughs> oh. <even> like... <laughs> when I saw that, I thought you were talking about like someone being bigger than you. No. <laughs> being able to be swept off your broom. No. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, I would have been so annoyed with Peeves as well, right? And you know when you when you wake up, and then you're like, okay, it's I do this often, like oh, it's only four a.m. Like I still have a couple more hours of mm-hmm. sleep. But imagine thinking that and not being able to go back to sleep. Well, that's Joni's life, apparently. Um, <laughs> but I I would hate that, and I would hate the person that made me. Don't hate your child. Wake though. up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't (laughs) that's not the issue i just accept the fact oh i guess i'm up now (sighs) once at breakfast oliver was worried as usual but the weather was proving to be a valid reason to be worried by the time the team was dressed and walking onto the pitch the wind forced them to have to stagger through the field when madame hooch whistled to start the game harry could feel his nimbus swerve to the power of the wind Within five minutes, he was completely soaked and basically frozen to his broom. Harry could barely see his teammates, and hopes of finding the snitch were pretty slim. Harry was finding it even more difficult to fly. Oliver eventually had to call a timeout, and Harry was struggling so much he didn't even know what the score was. (laughs) (laughs) Gryffindor was leading by by 50 points. Um, but they really needed to find the snitch. But Harry just said, I can't see anything with these glasses. Like, the true struggle. I, feel, yeah. I mean, when it rains, I walk out like I'm a celebrity avoiding the paparazzi. Oh, I just put my head down. <laughs> no. oh, that's I why like, you can wear glasses on daily basis. I'm sure it's yeah. really hard. Yeah, yeah I, I wear contacts sometimes, but I'm just lazy. My eyes can't deal with those. <laughs> That's how Phil is. He hates contacts. He hates putting them on. Yeah. So in comes Miss Hermione with the exact spell that would solve the problem. Yay. Hermione, always there to save the day. Oh, I know. Oh, this is where that little scene, I'm sure it's out there, but does anyone ship Oliver and Hermione? (laughs) Because like Harry goes, it looked like Oliver could kiss her. Oh, yeah. He did say that. (laughs) She cast impervious on his glasses, and now they would repel the water, and he could see. Oliver nearly kissed her. Harry had a burst of drive thanks to the ability to see, though he still felt completely numb, but at least he could see, right? He had a chance. Yeah. Unfortunately, that meant that when a bolt of lightning struck and gave some light throughout the pitch, Harry was able to see, 
the big black shaggy dog from before sitting at the top of the stands watching him harry's hand slipped from his broom and he fell a couple feet at the sight of it but oliver shouted at harry to look behind him cedric was making his way to the snitch harry went into game mode and chased after cedric harry was urging his broom to catch up but suddenly there was an eerie silence that came across the pitch and then the familiar coldness that harry dreaded came over him harry looked down and there were hundreds of dementors on the pitch then harry heard the screaming once again and i'm gonna read why from the book. why are there a hundred of dementors down there why i didn't realize there were a hundred <laughs> dementors outside of hogwarts yeah i thought there was just like one guarding every entrance or they just roaming yeah. the forest i don't know that's really weird why were they there we don't do we ever get that explained maybe you will maybe <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're never on the same page. Gosh. I think my answer to any of her questions is maybe. She always says maybe and Laura always just tells me. Precious. Oh, I love that. At least you don't know how to hide episode. anything from Priscilla, apparently. Oh, I'm not going to spell it out for you, but I'll lead you there, I guess. Good. Oh, Thank you. Gosh. I'm glad okay. they finally answered that. Okay, so this is a quote from the book. Not Harry, not Harry, please, not Harry. Stand aside, you silly girl. Stand aside now. Not Harry, please, no, take me, kill me instead. Numbing, swirling white mist was filling Harry's brain. What was he doing? Why was he flying? He did he needed to help her. She was going to die. She was going to be murdered. He was falling, mm. falling through the icy mist. Not Harry, please, have mercy, have mercy. A shrill voice was laughing, and the woman was screaming, and Harry knew no more. <gasps> Things what? get dark. I have a theory. I have a theory. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> this, he was flying on this, the Bogart, and no, it's the, Ginny. Um, no, that's not a Bogart. This is a... Uh, what, is, what is this? A hippogriff. Hippogriff, sorry. I was going to say it's a hippogriff. Yeah. And that's Ginny. And Ginny is saying. And Ginny screaming. Yes. Not not Harry. So this is like a premonition? Yes, that's what I think. But I don't know. I like that. Harry woke up to voices chatting. He was in the hospital wing. His teammates, Ron and Hermione, were surrounding him. Harry asked what happened. Fred told him that he fell off his broom when all the Dementors showed up. But Harry didn't care about him almost dying. And how that's not surprising. (laughs) He never cares about what happened to him. (laughs) Okay, I almost died. Nothing new. Did we win? (laughs) (laughs) I'm in the hospital room. This is my bed. Okay, got it. (laughs) I wonder if she puts him in the same bed every time. (laughs) I mean, I would hope. Okay, so I like a familiar bed. (laughs) (laughs) But he asks how the game went. Fred and George broke it to him gently. Cedric caught the snitch, but once he saw that Harry fell, he tried to call it off. That's really nice. What a, what a what a nice person Cedric yes. is. Not Cedric only is he is cute, not, but he's also nice yes. and fair. A true Hufflepuff. A true Hufflepuff. <laughs> no wonder the girls love him. True gentleman. <laughs> but Huffle oh, but Hufflepuff won fair and square. Oliver was still in, ju- in the changing rooms, drowning himself <laughs> in his sorrows. 
Oh, it's okay, Oliver. I feel so bad. I know. Fred and George tried to make tried their best to make Harry feel better by explaining that they still had a shot for the Quidditch Cup depending on points in future games. And I really like this because it shows uh, Fred and George as like the older brother mode of like, you're good, it's fine, mm-hmm. don't feel guilty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Harry being Harry could only focus on the fact that they had lost their first game with him as Seeker. Which I remember hearing because I was listening to it. And I was like, oh, this is the first game? Like, he's in his third year, and this is the first game. Yeah. Like, technically, lost. they forfeited games yeah. because of him. Yeah. Um, but And also, but last year, lost. they didn't really have a uh, season, so. Mm-hmm. Madame Pomfrey shoot the team away, leaving the trio. Hermione and Ron explain that Dumbledore was the angriest they'd ever seen. He stormed the pitch. The pitch shot the silvery stuff at the Dementors and got Harry safely to the hospital wing. Harry stopped paying attention to them, though. He was focused on what the Dementors had done to him, had done to him this time. But he quickly cast that aside and asked about his broom. Mm-hmm. Hermione and Ron just look at each other. This is heartbreaking. Ah, oh, this sucks. Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They told him that it got blown into the Whomping Willow and was completely destroyed. Hermione brought out the remains. His faithful broom was now a pile of splintered wood and twigs. Ah, <sighs> What a way to go out. What a way. That sucks. Yeah. What yeah. is it with Harry and these Dementors? Like, what is it? Like, he's the only one affected this way. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. There is some weird connection here that only Harry seems to be affected by. And yeah, it's it makes very you intriguing. Wonder about the Dementors because you, I mean, you have a weird relationship with Voldemort, and if you're reading this for the first time, I would think that I would think the Dementors, like, what side are they on? Yeah, it's almost like they're neutral. They just, they have a job to do, mm. and that's the job yeah, that they're going to that's do. that's true. With no feelings, no strings. Mm-hmm. Which is correct, yeah. It's like when you wreck your first car, yes. Oh, yes. The broom. I did not wreck my first car, but my first car, like, died. <laughs> oh, actually, Priscilla was there when yeah, my was. first car died. I forgot about oh. that. Uh, I was taking her to camp. I almost crashed into the camp van because my car shut off and wouldn't turn. So the power steering turned off. And I'm like trying to turn it, trying not to crash into this van. Oh and gosh. Priscilla's just trying to. Yeah. And That's a Tanya, I had not remembered. <laughs> Priscilla's mom told me after. She's like, I didn't want to say anything because I don't want to be like a backseat driver, but I I was like looking at how close you were getting to the van and I was like, should I say something? Should I not? (laughs) (laughs) So we had to wait for like, I think, AAA in the parking lot. Oh my gosh. That's right. I wrecked my first car. (laughs) That's why David always drives. (laughs) (laughs) That was not my fault. It was like a 10 plus year old car. Remember the Pontiac? We had some great times in the Pontiac, the red <laughs> yeah. Pontiac. Every time I times. see a Pontiac, which is very rare now, I'm like, oh. Yeah. 
It is. They're not really out there. I don't see them often. But I did. I wrecked my first car. Mm. (laughs) Did you? Well, kind of. Was it your fault? I mean, it wasn't my fault. It was the 16-year-old with a license for two weeks who didn't yield. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. What was that? A a Toyota? My Toyota Corolla. The Zamboni. (laughs) No. Was it a new car? No. It was... It was older. I don't remember how old. Like oh, it was okay. new-ish. Like what did you you had purchased it for yourself? My parents purchased it as it was used, but but it was like yeah. it wasn't like it was like a it was like given to you by your parents like a hand-me-down car or something. It, they purchased oh, no, 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 it for no. yeah. you. Yeah. No, they purchased yeah. it for me. They didn't have a car oh. to hand to me. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. So they bought one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah rest in peace to R.I.P. Nimbus Bruce. it's sweet that he, he asked about it it's faithful oh. him. yeah I wouldn't have thought about that I feel like I wouldn't have thought about that but I also he loved think that broom though I think that that was also his way of taking his mind off of what he really needed to think about because he was just very much avoiding his fears right there of like what just happened Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. just like, oh, let's avoid this and think about this. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I see what you mean. Like when you're in the hospital wing, I'm not I wouldn't think that something bad happened to my broom. Yeah. I would just be like I would think about it later. Be like, oh, like, where's my broom? Like I, I wouldn't think, oh, did someone grab it? Because I would assume somebody would grab it. Because why would mm-hmm. you just let a broom sit at the pitch? Okay. So the only question I wrote down was what kind of sick in the wizarding world would warrant a sick day because like it's known that madame pomfrey cures a cold in a second she has a remedy for most anything you don't hear are you talking about, about lupin people, yeah you don't hear about people like being like oh i was in the hospital wing because i was like i was sick you hear about people being oh i was in the hospital wing because i was gravely injured yeah, I'm telling you, there's like something. Well, you guys obviously know, but there, Lupin is going through something. That's true. Like what? Yeah. And so maybe this is why Snape is giving him this potion that he drinks. Is it like on a daily basis? I forget if he said that. He didn't say daily, but he did say he would probably need to drink it the next day. Mm, yeah. Um, okay. But. Where is Professor Lupin? Because they're in the hospital now. Mm. Mm. But they haven't mm. really like explored the hospital wing yet. Maybe we'll find out in the next chapter. Maybe, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's that's a good that's a good question because um Madame Pomfrey usually can make people feel better. Okay. So when Snape when the everyone is in the Great Hall sleeping because they're looking for Sirius Black. Snape's conversation with Dumbledore is also said he, yeah, he thinks someone in the castle has helped, but he also says, what is, how does he say it? Like, um, about that position, like when, when getting that position. So mm-hmm. alluding that it's someone new. So from the reader standpoint, there's only one person who Snape is like kind of thinking so- is guilty. Did you get that vibe, Priscilla? Yeah. Well, I think that Snape has an issue with Lupin. Mm-hmm. And 
I don't know if he's necessarily like right about Lupin having something to do with Black getting in, but I think that maybe he's trying to get him out of there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I did think that. I was like, when he brought up that someone must have been involved, someone inside must have been involved, I'm like, I'm sure he's thinking Lupin because Lupin is, you know, someone he's kind of been weird about. I don't know what the issue is there. Yeah. So things to think about. What's going on with Lupin? What is that with Snape and Lupin's relationship? What is that potion? Yeah. Oh, what, what is, is that it? potion? Mm. Why were the Dementors there all of a sudden just yeah. at the pitch? And mm-hmm. it, that's still considered Hogwarts grounds. And they literally said before that the Dementors wouldn't dare to go on the grounds. Mm-hmm. Something Dumbledore. must have happened. Sub- oh, so the, the dog... The black dog mm-hmm. that he saw, and then he felt the eerie silence, coldness. Yeah. So I feel like the dogs brought the Dementors, and something happened to where the Dementors like either sense black. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe when black is already <laughs> happening, maybe I when like black is gears around, turning. Maybe when black <laughs> is around, Harry sees the dog, which is a okay. death omen. Mm-hmm. And Black mm-hmm. wants to kill Harry. So mm-hmm. the dog is the death omen, meaning Black is around, meaning the Dementor sensed Black, meaning the Dementors said, I don't care that this is school grounds. We're going anyways to try and catch him. And that's probably mm-hmm. what happened. Good thoughts. Maybe. It's my so, thoughts. The omen is the sign of that Sirius is around right now for him. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. in the book, it was like kind of like a flash and he saw this like shaggy dog yeah mm-hmm. it's like did he really see that or what so i don't think we met anyone new yeah we did we met cedric oh mm-hmm. come yes, on sissy sorry <laughs> sorry sorry cedric sorry hufflepuffs we did wow. we poor cedric great <laughs> well and the replacement for no no we had met him before we talked about him already oh yes circa doggin circa doggin yeah i was gonna say we had a lot of old friends come back in this these two chapters yeah but yeah i think cedric was the only one and he's a hufflepuff hufflepuff represent yeah he represented really well yeah yes what's the other hufflepuff that didn't last book ernie ernie (laughs) we don't like him (laughs) <laughs> it's just it's okay I had what's his name <laughs> represent Ravenclaw that's true Lockhart Lockhart <laughs> I wonder where Lockhart is hmm what's he doing um and if you want to if you're in the chat if you want to pick a most valuable wizard every episode we pick a most valuable wizard of this section so if you want to add yours but oh, what yeah. is your guys's most valuable wizard? Most mm. valuable wizard. There were like so many little moments. Yeah, there there were. There little. wasn't like a big one. Yeah, there's like little moments where I can think I'm like, oh, that was really nice of them. Like I'm thinking Ron when he stood up for Hermione when Snape was a jerk to her and yeah. made her cry. And 
<laughs> is it just drawn for you, Priscilla? I don't know. Oh. I, I was also thinking about Cedric when he was when they said that oh, he was yeah. like, "Oh, we'll just you know do a rematch." Yeah, but I don't want to take them all. That's why I stopped dogging. <laughs> Um, I was thinking about Hermione because she gave Harry the ability to see again. Oh, oh that's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. That takes it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to Smart think of like thinking. the other sections. What happened? Yeah. So we had before Hogsmeade. A so lot Harry, happened. So I'm just yeah, oh, remember. talking about Lupin. Yeah. But Halloween, I just thought of a question. I know we're kind of going out of order, but how do you think mm-hmm. Sirius got into the castle? <laughs> Obvious oh, yeah. question here. We almost forgot about that part. Okay, I, so well, I, guess... I kind of do think that's that somebody's helping him. Mm-hmm. I had uh, there was a moment where I felt like maybe it's a Deventor, mm-hmm. but if they're supposed to be, if they're built to be neutral, they don't have. So I don't know if they can be bribed or. Mm-hmm. can be swayed mm-hmm. so yeah that was my thought now i'm just i don't know but that's kind of where i'm still at or like however he got past or escaped azkaban same way yeah. i'm yeah assuming, exactly i would assume and i was I, if you think, think about I said, it there are dementors guarding azkaban mm-hmm. and there are dementors guarding hogwarts yeah yeah so yeah so are they really guarding yeah, are you really doing your job if he escaped and came into it? I mean, they didn't just have one job at Azkaban, but they did have one job at Hogwarts. That's Do not true. let Sirius Black in. <laughs> That's true. But uh, maybe he wasn't there. Maybe Peeves is wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thing, I was going to say, like, we never really got proof that he came in, but the fat lady... She's the one that yeah. kind of said it. Or unless yeah, she's true. mistaken and, she was, and thinks it yeah. was a serious does, black character. Yeah, doesn't know for sure. Yeah. What do you guys think? Do you guys have a different... Well, you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. What? Uh, let me see. Reading it for the first time, I, I don't know. remember. I also, I'm pretty sure I saw the books. I saw the books. I saw the movies, so I... I had an understanding of what was going to happen. Uh, Fred and George made Harry oh, yeah. feel better. I like that. Yeah, they had good moments. Yeah, they really like, included a lot in this section. They were. I still stick to Hermione. Yeah, yeah. that's probably that, Hermione, the best one. Hermione saving, well, <laughs> yeah, saving what she could of the Quidditch match for Harry. Definitely. we're gonna. I think I would definitely go with that one. Oh, so I guess this brings us to most magical moment. Moment. Um, I don't know if this is magical or more eerie, but I'm definitely gonna go with that. <laughs> and the mentor is just all oh. of a sudden Harry's premonition like thing falling okay, off. Yeah. That's all just mm-hmm. very magical. A lot a lot of magic happening there. Yeah. And almost dying. Yeah. So that's that's what I'm going with. But still living. So bad um, good mixed in there what happened what magic happened i don't know you can use hermione can we use hermione's spell yeah hermione's <laughs> what was the spell Joni? impervious impervious oh yeah oh okay oh yeah yeah so amanda the fat lady 
part is definitely a memorable moment. Oh, shout out yeah. to Sir Cadogan for like being brave enough to. Oh, he was the only one, as place. annoying as he is, he was the only one up for the job. Wow, he's over here like yelling to be most valuable wizard, and we're just I know. Like, ignoring him. <laughs> Poor guy. No, Hermione gets it again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he was li- the only one, and everyone was too scared, and he, mm-hmm. you know, they wouldn't have been safe if it wasn't for him as a replacement. Do you yeah. listen to the audiobook every time, Priscilla? No. Okay. His his voice of Sir Cadogan is just pretty funny. It's per- I, I really it? like it. Yeah. I, I'm not going to try it because I can't do it, <laughs> but I liked it. I believe in you. <laughs> <laughs> More wine. More wine. <laughs> oh my gosh. Audiobooks. Yeah, I do love audiobooks. So when I can't read it, if I'm driving, but I like, for some reason, I since it's my first reading of it, mm-hmm. I like to be able to sit down with the book, especially when I'm doing notes and stuff. Yeah. yeah. It I is like, different. Yeah, I like them, but I also feel like my... I get distracted a lot more easily when I'm li- listening. Oh, yeah. I'll be like, got to rewind. <laughs> yeah, I went so daydreaming. Like, what happened? Yeah, much. that happens to me. Or my thoughts. Like my thoughts. Yeah, if I, yeah. Even if I'm driving, my thoughts go somewhere else. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I just missed everything that happened. And then you're trying <laughs> to get back to where you remember. That has been thing. me reading Midnight Sun. <laughs> oh. Really? Are and you getting part- through it? I'm getting through it, but like my thoughts will start to be thinking about something, and I realize I'm like half thinking, half reading. I'm like, I already read Twilight. I'll continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know I can't think of another magical moment besides like Dumbledore stepping in with his anger and doing the silvery stuff as they're. Oh saying. wait, yeah, yeah that oh, happened. Yeah. yeah, he does make them disappear. Which I'm surprised Hermione hasn't, like, taken the opportunity to figure out what this silvery stuff was yet and, like, mm-hmm. told them. Oh, okay. man. Okay. Yeah, so we didn't so really, what we about didn't you, really Laura? round it out. Uh, most magical moment. Those are all good. Good job, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I guess my vote. Uh, uh, yeah, I like Dumbledore's. That's a pretty big whatever he did. <laughs> Was still free thing, big, yeah. yeah. He slowed down Harry so he didn't die, yeah. and then he made hundreds of Dementors go away. So good for him. Forgot about that. Okay, <laughs> all right. So that brings us to the end of this episode. As always, if you'd like to stay connected with us outside of the podcast, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Unveiling the Magic and on Twitter at Unveiling Magic. We also do live stream our recordings now. So if you would like to hang out with us and be part of the chat, you can find us at Unveiling the Magic Podcast on Twitch. Unveiling the Magic Podcast. Yeah, that is our full username on Twitch. You can find us there. We would love to hang out with you if you listen to our podcast. Yes. Until next time. Mischief managed. Bye. Bye.
good thing I'm wearing pants. <laughs> yes. I'm <laughs> today. I'm happy you're wearing pants today. Hi, Kurt. Hi, Kurt. We our weekly Kurt cameo here. If you've forgotten, a team, each school, each class. What am I saying? Each house has a team. <laughs> Brian, you're probably the only person who likes Lockhart. <laughs> Genuinely? Like you like Lockhart? I mean, it'd be an entertaining What is Brian? For sure. What is your house, Brian? Get Brian. sorted in our Discord. There you go. Oh my gosh. It's like Nightbot heard you. <laughs> um, Griffy. He's a Griffy. <laughs> not surprised. <laughs> All the weirdos you. are. Good night. Oh, <laughs> Thank you for stuffing in and hanging out. I think we all read it at the same time. <laughs> We're in sync. You got a little. That's the most magical um, moment right there. There you go. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Oh my gosh. <laughs>